What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of NASCAR with Nate. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, the Daytona 500. We're going to talk about the 500, how that went. We got Atlanta coming up next week. And then uh, some news around the sport. Dale Jr. doesn't have his contract yet for NBC or at all. We'll, we'll talk about that along with some other things. So without further ado, let's get started. The Daytona 500 this year was different um, than the last years that I can remember. It was slow. It wasn't mayhem like I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, you know, a wreck every 20 laps because of the duels, but it wasn't. Uh, you know, The Rock kicked it off, and he had a pretty good gentleman start your engines. We had Kevin Harvick in the booth. That was different. It was, But you know what? For it being his first time, I think he did really good. So um, we had that going on. It was an all-forward front row. So I remember... Before the race started, I was thinking it's going to be the Fords and the Toyotas and the Chevrolets are just out to drive. Chevrolets have the least of a chance as far as the new car goes because everybody been talking about day or Toyotas all week. And so I was expecting the Toyotas to be up front. I thought it was going to be a Joe Gibbs car that won it. But a Joe Gibbs car or Joe Logano, one of the two of them. Yeah, but Joe Logano started on the front with Michael McDowell and they did good. It was pretty normal until about lap six, and yeah, lap six and the trioval. Brad Keselowski hits John Hunter in the trioval, turns him sideways, collects. Who did he hit on the bottom? I think Harrison Burton. John Hunter turns into Harrison Burton, completely totals his car. They hit. They collect Carson Hosevar along with Jimmy Johnson. Uh, Jimmy Johnson has to pit. He goes a few laps down along with Austin Dillon, and Carson Hosevar is out of the race. So that sucked for him being his first Daytona 500. He made it six laps, and it wasn't really his fault. There was nothing he could do. He just had nowhere to go. And it was the same thing with Jimmy Johnson. So early, early, early in the race, Carson Hosevar, Harrison Burton are out. Chevrolet, the rest of the stage one's pretty uh, steady. Nothing really happens. We're, we're kind of chilling. There's green flag pit stops. At the end of the green flag pit stops, Chevrolet gets out in front of everybody, and they just dominate the rest of the stage. Uh, Kyle Busch is doing really good. And then, I think on the back stretch, or no, in the trioval, the Hendrick cars catch up to him, pass him on the outside. Chase Elliott ends up winning the stage just barely, beating uh, Kyle Larson. And Ross Chastain finishes behind him at the end of stage one. Uh, stage two was pretty uneventful, too. Kyle Busch, Ryan Blaney are doing really good. They're leading at the end. So at this point of the race, I think it's going to be one of those two that walks away with the victory. I was hoping I was kind of pulling for I was pulling for Kyle Busch because for one he's my favorite driver anyway, but the storyline is just awesome. Ross Chastain too, he was doing good. He's my wife's favorite driver, so in this household, those are the two that we were going for. And then pit stops happen, and Kyle Busch, his left front doesn't get tightened down. The lug is loose, so it ends up popping off. The wheel stays on though, and so the wheel goes flat, and he has to nurse the car back to pit stop. Puts him in the back of the field. But this happened multiple times to him that day, and he always found a way. Before you knew it, he was back up front, at least in the top ten battling, fighting. So we start stage three, and it's pretty chill. Everybody's saving gas, doing their thing. And then we hit the ten-to-go marker, and, okay, it's race time now. On the back stretch with nine to go, the big one happens. Um, who is it? William Byron is getting pushed by Alex Bowman. 
Chastain, it looks like this is his race at this moment. Um, he's been winning like the last – he's been leading the last 10 laps. And uh, then I look behind him, and he's got Joey Logano and Brad Keselowski behind him. So, you know, just like I talked about last week, those are the, those are the um, top two most aggressive drivers in the field, in my opinion. So I was just waiting for him to get turned off one of their noses going into turn three. Well, Alex Bowman hits – I don't even know. If you look at the replay, you can't really tell. I think something happened with Alex Bowman and William Byron. William Byron turns low and hits Brad Keselowski right in the quarter panel, collects Joey Logano, William Byron, along with 20 other drivers. Going into nine to go, there were 30 people on the lead lap or something like that. It was crazy. And that is – it was one of the biggest wrecks I've ever seen in Daytona. It wasn't – there weren't any real hard, hard hits. It just collected everybody. Um, so also in there, if you watched the race, you saw Ryan Blaney, his looked like he hurt his wrist, but after the race, he had a, or not even after the race, he had an interview that said, you know what? He wasn't mad. This was racing. This was Daytona racing and his wrist was fine. So that they go on a red flag and it looks like that wreck collects all of the, the, um, Joe Gibbs cars. Now they, they're good to go. They still get to go racing, but. Martin Truex got hit real hard. Um, Ty Gibbs is in the infield trying to get his car going, and then Denny Hamlin got both of his tires flat on the right side. So they're all pretty much out of the race at this point. So uh, we end up getting to go back green, and Chastain still looks great. He's got to, he's got to do a little bit of comeback, but he's he's doing it. And coming to the coming to the white flag. Chastain has a great runner on the outside. Austin Cedric's on the inside. He gets a little bit loose. Chastain tries to shoot the gap. As soon as he does that, um, Austin Cedric comes up a little bit, collects Chastain. They throw the caution, and William Byron wins the Daytona 500. So all in all, uh, you know the first. I'll say I'll say it like this: the first 190 laps were great racing. There was, they were fighting. They were battling. You couldn't really tell who the fastest car was. There was some great strategy that we got to see. That big red flag happens. A lap nine and on was just mayhem. Let's put it that way. Or with nine to go. So, all in all, I think the Daytona 500 was great. There was not much. Can't complain about much. Uh, the Wendy's commercial with 30 laps to go, that was kind of ridiculous. Nobody, and you've seen that all over the place. So, we had that going on. But other than that, it was I, I enjoyed the race. So with that, your top ten from that race was William Byron, Alex Bowman, Christopher Bell, Corey LaJoy, Bubba Wallace, AJ Allmendinger, John Hunter, John Hunter Nemechek, Eric Jones, Noah Gregson, and Chase Chris Briscoe. So um, it was cool. You know, it was cool that William Byron got to win on Hendrick's 40th anniversary. That was super cool. And if you got to look at those three cars that they unveiled. Those were real cool. Uh, it was in some kind of Hendrix press conference before the 500 started. But it was real neat to look at. And that's pretty much it from the Daytona 500. So that's all we're looking at as far as that goes. Uh, let's get into news of the week. So my news of the week is Dale Earnhardt Jr. has not signed a contract with NBC. That's a pretty big, big deal for me. You know, I'm a diehard Earnhardt fan, always have been my whole life. So, um, 
getting to hear him in the broadcast booth was always great for me. I really, really enjoyed hearing his opinion. And, you know, he's so he's so smart. He knows so much about NASCAR. And just the the perspective that he brought to the NBC booth was really, really cool. And you know what? Before I get off too far, one more thing I'd like to say about the Fox broadcast is I don't like those cartoons. I want it's just something little, but yeah. Can we just have like real pictures of people? Why why is everybody cartoons all of a sudden? Anyway, back to Dale Jr. So he hasn't signed a contract yet. And as far as, you know, he talked about a little bit on the Dale Jr. download. And it looks it looks like, you know, he really wants to be back at NBC. So I don't I don't, I don't understand if it's on NBC's and I don't know what the holdup is. Now, one thing that I did hear on Monday, uh, I was listening to the uh, Eric Estep thing, his little live stream that he did, and I saw a comment that said he hasn't signed a contract yet because he's trying to save time in the summer to potentially buy a Haas charter for the Cup Series. So that would be really cool. I'd be I'd be okay with that. But you know, to get Junior Motorsports in the uh, Cup Series would be great because then I wouldn't have to watch so many Xfinity races. And the Xfinity races are good. It's just especially like on a on a night when I have work and we gotta watch two Daytona races. That gets kind of tough sometimes. So uh, the Dale Junior contract expires last year. He's yet to renew it. Hopefully it's because he's going to buy a charter this summer, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I highly doubt that's a thing. It was just a rumor on a YouTube comment. We're going to run with it and see if, you know, we can't make it happen. Um, but like I said, yeah, I think he hopes to go back to NBC. Let's talk about Atlanta next week. So um, I think it'll be much of what we saw at, at Daytona. I think there's going to be a lot more wrecks this week. Um. I think Corey LaJoy is going to win. I really do. I think it's going to be Corey LaJoy or Chase Elliott. If Corey LaJoy can have a great race, I think he can win the thing. If Corey LaJoy's not up there at the end, I think it's going to be Chase. So, he Corey LaJoy finished fourth at the 500. And you know how good he was at Atlanta? Was it last year? I want to say it was last year. It might have been the year before. But he's hungry. He doesn't have a win yet. I don't think anybody wants it any more than he does. So, um. Maybe Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain might be up there, but I'm going to stick with Corey LaJoy for this one. I think he's going to be that guy that pushes it and finally gets his first win and gets the momentum rolling. Hopefully he can get some more. I, I can't really remember how good of a race car driver he was at the tracks that weren't super speedways, but we'll figure out, I think, after Atlanta's Las Vegas. So, yeah, that is going to do it for Episode 2 of NASCAR with Nate. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you know, we just got a Twitter. We're just starting up. We got a Twitter, a YouTube channel. So if you haven't, please go over there and follow, subscribe to those. Um, let us know how you like the podcast. If you didn't like anything about it, please let me know, and we can have a conversation about it, hopefully get better. Thank you so much for listening, and have a good rest of your day.